0: That's the new trendy term.
1: It was the old term? Ter-
0: uh, owner. Oh, <laughs>
2: owner. So you're the founder?
0: People like to found things because it's not all about um, owning the business anymore. It's about... Uh, it's
2: not about the possession. It's about... Yeah,
0: it's about creating a brand, creating mm-hmm. a story, and um, setting up some sort of foundation that people like to follow mm-hmm. and like to interact with, usually with money. But nowadays, it's also how you spend your time. So if there's a person that's following, you know, even this podcast, they're gonna sit around and 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 wait, you know, or watch five to ten minutes, twenty minutes, thirty minutes, and that's just as valuable as someone purchasing. So
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So we wanna start.
2: Did you catch all that? Yeah. Okay. All right, welcome back to another episode of Chit Chat Wine. On this week's episode we have Eric, the founder (laughs) of Interactive Media and the incubator which is located downtown springfield illinois eric you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people although i just did.
0: hey everyone yeah <laughs> uh, so a lot of people probably don't know this but me and you go back a long way 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 uh,
2: way 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 back. way
0: back uh as um i'm sure a lot of your guests have especially if they're local um, I grew up in Springfield, uh, went to um, different public schools, ended up graduating from Springfield High, uh, and then I actually went to Quincy University and played football, and I was a kicker for all of my college career, graduated, came back, ended up uh, getting into finance and banking, did that for about six years, went and got my MBA, and really just started to kind of build myself in a career of being some sort of business person, whether it was finance, accounting, um, working with nonprofits, uh, volunteering time. I basically did everything you could do, including sales, um, to kind of get my foot in the door in what would be the business industry. I didn't know. I just mm-hmm. went to college, got a degree, and said, hey, I'm going to go out there and get a job. And that's what a lot of people usually strive for, getting some sort of career, getting some yeah. sort of job. Um, but what I realized real quickly was that I – didn't love um, building and working for other people, and I had a passion for helping people, Mm -hmm. but also kind of on my own terms. And instead of you kind of having one job, I decided that in my life I was gonna create multiple jobs for myself and then kind of build my own path. Create my own companies, create my own brands, kind of create some sort of multiple streams of income, and then also just kind of live a life that more matched my attitude, matched my energy, matched my uh, ADHD and kind of hyperactivity of always wanting to be doing things. Mm -hmm. And so that basically built a career in what became as consulting and website development and helping nonprofits first create websites for themselves, get into this new thing called social media. And then that took off to getting much larger deals, building full websites and app platforms for for clients in, in Springfield and out of town too. And then that led to a whole number of other things, including building my own brands and businesses, um, and then also uh, starting what uh, we've now we've called the incubator, mm-hmm. which is essentially our kind of public workspace where me, the people I associate with, brands, different companies that I'm involved with, and also friends and people in the public kind of come together. Now, it is a cafe and a bar also, but that's more of on the public side. But yeah. what's really happening is we're trying to build this new kind of freelancer and startup ecosystem to encourage people, you know, just like you, mm-hmm. who want to create your own new brands and kind of new media platforms, new ways to engage with people, be entertaining, create entertainment. We want to be a catalyst and encourage that. Yeah. If that's through partnerships, if that's through actually us helping, we build websites, <coughs> we build apps for people. We um, we help with their marketing. Uh, we do a number of things. But then also just helping encourage people and show it that, hey, we can do it. And what's wrong with people in Springfield creating brands and things online mm-hmm. that people way outside of Springfield follow?
2: Yeah. How did you find that that was, like, what did you see in Springfield that made you think that this was needed?
0: So... When I was working full-time and I finally decided that I was going to become a full-time entrepreneur, which was no paycheck, you got to fight for your own money, and then you have to somehow figure out how to survive, and then grow. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, and I see this every day, it's easy to hit your minimum standards. Mm -hmm. You know how much your rent is, you know how much your car payment is, you know how much income you need. Um, Having a child, you know how much the expenses are going to be. I just need to make enough money to get that. Well, but then the next step is growth. Mm-hmm. How can I hire another, and it takes a long time and a lot of hard work. So I finally was like, hey, I'm gonna go full time by myself, let's minimize as much expenses as possible, let's try to get the car paid <laughs> off, let's try to figure out the rent situation or the house situation, um, and at the time I was, I was single, uh, and so I was like, hey, I, I gotta figure this out. And so I figured the finances out first, then figured out what do I need to do to make sure that I don't get kicked out of my apartment, and that I have a car to drive, Mm -hmm. and that I have some money in my pocket. Once I hit those standards, and once I realized that the worst case scenario was that, it was really easy. I thought about moving to California. I thought about sticking around here. I had an online startup called FitTube, which was basically an online fitness app where trainers and gyms could post their things which we never were able to get it to version two, which was monetization. We had 5,000 users in over 25 countries. Bunch of fitness, we had exactly what we needed, but we ran out of money. So, to tell you that story to say, we actually got an offer to move FitTube and me, uh, my business partner, Ryan Shaw, and my other business partner, Francisco Sarabia, who I'm still a a full-time business partner with, um, with Incubator and a lot of other projects, and then me and Shaw and him together, we were the FitTube team. We actually got an offer to move our company and then our ideas and kind of what we're doing to Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. We got an offer for uh, $50,000. Uh, uh, <clears> the contract was sent to my email and it said, sign here and you get 50% upfront. And then mm-hmm. once you complete our like six or nine month program, you get the other 50% and then you get up to 200,000 in some sort of potential money maybe it's available maybe it's not it was all kind sort of kind of a gray area after that um, but they said you have to decide in 48 hours yeah. and at the time I was like you know that's not enough money to move three people there was an agreement to say hey you have to move and live in the state of Missouri for a year and basically you would have thought that that was some million-dollar decision I had yeah. to make. I was sick to my stomach. What do I do? Do I up and leave? Yeah. My family's here. A lot of hard work has been put in here, and I'm just going to like leave and basically go start my activities in another startup community. Yeah. And then that's actually when I met a lot of people who were involved with turning the culture around in Springfield, having it be some sort of freelancer – Small business, uh, specifically with online businesses and startups, Mm -hmm. which that's kind of the buzz phrase nowadays is the word startup. (laughs) What is a startup? (laughs) You know, startup can be – it's a broad range of startups or ideas. Startups are million-dollar companies. Startups generate a million, and they lose a million. We don't – that's a broad word. But I basically decided at that point, look, if I was going to go to Springfield, Missouri and do this, why can't I do this here Mm -hmm. and be a part of the change in the culture and just learning more about politics and learning more about how city government works and state government works all the way up to like even national government is just people initiate change. And so I kind of felt, Hey, it might be a little bit arrogant, but I'm going to be like part of that change and kind of taking a little bit of an attitude where, Hey, if no one's going to give this to me or no one's making this possible, maybe I can be part of the change of making it possible, which could then lead to like more people supporting it. Yeah. And then maybe then I could take a step back.
2: Yeah. No, I think that's great because we say that all the time. I've been telling people because people, why do you want to keep your business here? Why do you guys want to try and, you know, keep chit-chat and wine here? I try to tell people all the time, Springfield is changing. It is. But it's oh, yeah. people like you and other businesses, high So, who are helping – Make that change actually happen.
0: And to actually ask your or answer your actual question about why Springfield, Illinois, or why towns like ours. And it's because there's so many amenities that are mostly inexpensive Mm -hmm. when you actually look at what a business needs. And and I'm not, I I like to talk more in the realm of not your typical brick and mortar business. Mm -hmm. So when they say, hey, I want to start this insurance agency. Hey, I want to start this retail shop. I want to start this new trendy clothing company. I want to do a. I want to be able to start my. I'm going to open up a hair salon. I'm going to traditional brick and mortar, mom and pop shops, owner operated. Mm-hmm. Those are usually not the businesses that um, I personally like to be involved with. Yeah, because I know that you are going to be limited based on your location, 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 location. If it's not the city, it's the corner street. If it's not the throughway is blocked by the one way and now people are, can't get into your spot and mm-hmm. then the, the parking lot is, is crappy and then like the, okay, it's weird because there's not enough glass windows and so there's all these other factors that play into it and then the rent and all this other stuff, neighborhoods. I like to actually think of, hey, what can we do with traditional business and focus mostly online? So when that person comes to me and says, hey, I want to open up this retail shop, I say, well, why don't you just make put it on a website? Mm-hmm. So in my area of expertise and where I want to build businesses and help people build businesses, a place like Springfield makes a lot of sense because rents are cheap, houses are cheap, it's cheap to get around, takes 15 to 20 minutes, yeah. there's access to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there may not be an abundance of... Like money being circulated because there aren't the best jobs. It's not super high paying. There's not a big corporate industries here. You have the state government, hospitals, teachers, and that's pretty yes. much it as yep. the as the bulk. And yep. then you have a lot of nonprofits, and then you have yep. a lot, a few big companies, but they're hidden by being mostly admin offices. You got Horusman, you got Bun, you got some of these big companies, but really they're just admin offices. They're not. They're not housing 500 to 1,000 to, and and they probably are housing that many employees, but they're not housing the 5,000. There's not the big warehouses and things like that. So it's really a matter of what are you trying to execute and then what do you need to execute? What can make you successful? What are the things that are gonna make you you successful, which are usually external factors? And if your business relies on the location, there's arguments against Springfield. Mm -hmm. There's arguments against it. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you in St. Louis? Why aren't you in the bigger city? Well, yeah, you can access 500,000 people in some of these suburbs in some of these cities. Mm -hmm. So the arguments against it are there. When it comes to everything else, the arguments just aren't there. On the other hand, what I've found trouble is, mostly is access to capital, access to people who do have The money Mm -hmm. to be able to invest especially risky investments at like a normal standard like some of these other places where you really there's pitch events there's there's just a lot of activity going on and I think it's just probably a, a little bit of a power struggle the money that is in this area isn't really looking to like invest in younger people isn't wanting to take the chances. It's a lot of traditional investing. So the access to the money is hard. And I think that that is actually something that can be solved if it's pitched the right way. So I come from a place where I think that actually microfunding is gonna be the answer Mm -hmm. to how brands like yours, companies like that I'm interested in, that that I've now purchased into or bought into or built myself, it's just access to micro funding. If it's micro grants, if it's private investors, very wealthy people who are like, hey, I usually would invest you know, 500,000 or something, maybe they can invest 10,000 spread out tons of different ways. And when the rent is so cheap around here and, when it, and it's so cheap to own a home and access a team, because then you gotta think about if all this stuff is cheap, then now my employees and my team might be cheap or maybe me and my co-owners we can split and we don't have to spend as much, mm-hmm. we can reinvest it, and then that's when you really start to grow.
2: So you can help small businesses get in front of those investors?
0: Yeah, and we, we we're trying to make those connections along with creating our own angel fund. Okay. So one of the main reasons what Incubator Ventures, the company that owns the incubator, which is essentially the public workspace, it's a cafe and a bar. Incubator Ventures is the company, is the investment company that is trying to raise money to be able to reinvest in online startups because we want to take advantage of all the, when you ask the question, should I do this here? Yes, yes, yes. We want to be able to take advantage of that and grow companies, mm-hmm. international companies, even just in the U.S., just a, just a domestic good company that's extended way outside of Springfield because of the internet because of social media, because of digital marketing and digital media and how we can get in front of new customers and also show other people how to do it. Because the more we get people doing things like this, even just this podcast, it changes the landscape of how we define things like media Mm -hmm. or radio. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We're watching it every day. We are the ones who are downloading all these podcasts, but where are these podcasts coming from? They're coming from towns like Columbus, Ohio. They're coming from Kansas City, Missouri. They're not coming from huge metro areas. Mm-hmm. In the in the most of it, a lot of people don't know even things like Spotify. Spotify was founded in a small European city, and then it started branching out. So a lot of people think, oh, well, it must have just bought all of the big artists, and no, it started off with indie punk rock, Eastern European rock, got those people involved, grew some money, then all of a sudden now they're saying, hey, this is what we can. This is what we can create. And then they started expanding in Europe and then they got into the US. And so what's, what's stopping companies and those type of platforms, online platforms, from being built in Springfield and having that kind of global mark? Yeah. And we only need a few good wins. And eventually those companies will probably leave. Me and you will leave if we get big enough, but that's okay because we are from here. We, we will reinvest in this area. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the whole point is if we can grow, leave, and then reinvest and come back.
2: That's the plan. That is the
1: plan. So one question we always like to ask is the process to get where you are. Like if one of our viewers wanted to maybe open up a public workspace, what was the process behind that?
0: Oh, my gosh. So the process, (laughs) I would definitely just understand that having good mentors – doesn't need to be that they are in your town touch you know touchable accessible they could be online they could be through podcasts through youtube or even finding experts on google but really google is going to be your best friend in everything no no expert is going to be able to tell you everything it doesn't matter if it's an accountant or an attorney there are now services out there that are inexpensive and basically lay it out for you, sometimes even an artificial intelligence form where you click this box, do this, <laughs> contracts up. But I would actually say it just depends on what business you're gonna start. Find someone who has done it, mm-hmm. who is willing to talk about it, and you can ask the right questions. But really putting together almost a, a plan and just understanding that it is not gonna go the way that you thought, <laughs> yeah. and just start. Understand what is gonna be the cheapest, most expensive, quickest way to get the information that you need. Mm-hmm. So if you need to test this product, just go test it. Businesses used to be, being being a business person really was reserved for business people. Yeah. Nowadays, anyone can start a business. Mm-hmm. If you can create a social media page with a link to a website that they can purchase, you've now become a business person. The ability to accept money for what you're doing is pretty much the name of the game. And the quickest you can get that online, I think that that is really where it's at. So if you are trying to start, I would definitely say don't start a cafe or don't start (laughs) anything like that. Um, Because really I have to subsidize it for my other things. So my cafe and a bar really is a break-even, six-figure business, but it's supposed to put me in a better position to show other business owners, hey, we are now not only just doing digital marketing services for people, we now understand what it's like to have have rent, what it's like to have a staff. We can kind of eat our own dog food, per se, Mm -hmm. And and a lot of people appreciate that, especially small business owners. I've been able to... Get in front of more people because i own the incubator okay and it's worth it even if it does take a loss it's worth it because it's it's not something that was ever really supposed to make money or be profitable or but but it had a different agenda for me mm-hmm. it was really my public workspace mm-hmm. that now we can kind of have a liquor license well in this city If you have a liquor license and you want to have people that are under 21 in, you have to have food. So now you have to be classified as a restaurant. So almost because of some of the laws that were in place, we had to do certain things. And then we decided, hey, let's have some good food. Um, And so it kind of gets you in kind of having your mission have your goal. But really, if you want to get started in any business is go to Google. And just start finding mentors specifically for what you're gonna do and then just take all the information it's really hard but really what I would suggest and this is a plug for me (laughs) is finding some sort of co-pilot some sort of service provider who can help you do these things if it's an attorney if it's an accountant most likely they're not gonna be able to help you with anything beyond just some paperwork you know. and that's no disrespect to them because it is actually really hard to do these things mm-hmm. but then that's going to be where it stops and then you're going to probably approach someone about a website and then they're going to want to sell you a website and then you're going to say well I can do the social media myself but I just need someone to do a logo okay well the website guy might do, might not do logos so now you got to hire the graphic designer yeah. and he's going to come in with his own bid and now all of a sudden you're like borderline couple thousand dollars in and this is if you have the money to pay for that yeah if you never had the money to pay for that if you never had that three thousand none of that stuff was getting done yeah so now we're just trying to scramble and just get the logo done yeah and get the social media accounts and what I like to call the low-hanging fruit the stuff we can grab right now won't take a lot of energy but let's just do it now I think that that's actually what should be encouraged more is finding what that low-hanging fruit is in your entire business or whatever it whatever you're trying to create and just start taking the steps in that direction don't worry about the nda's about the non-disclosure agreements don't worry about going to get the trademark don't worry about copywriting don't worry about any of that stuff it needs to have some value first before that matters quickest thing you could do start creating a brand get a website Mm -hmm. first your asset then go create the social media accounts and then you can even start running some ads. Even if you don't have your product, it could, might not even be ready. Maybe you're going to make a rock climbing wall and you're like, hey, I just want to see if people even care about this. So how about I co-create the social media accounts that are rock climbing Springfield coming soon and just start seeing how many likes I get. Then run a coupon that says, hey, this is what we're going to be making. You know, If you donate five bucks or if you buy this, you can buy your first rock climbing experience hmm. prepaid and then we'll let you know when it's you get two yep. for the price yep. of one if you buy now. Yep. If not a single person does it, then that means no one probably cares. If one person does it, now you got some data. Now you can start testing. And that's really what we preach as the lean startup method. There's actually a book by Eric Reese mm-hmm. called The Lean Startup, and that's what he preaches on. Sometimes it's better off. You're better off not creating the product, but but creating a website with a button that says, you know, do the activity, buy the product. And when you hit the buy button, it bounces to an error page and it says, I can't buy your product. Maybe it was a purse. Maybe it was your custom designed purse that you don't even have manufactured yet, but you got it designed. and You have a buy button and you run a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad and you spend $300 and now you get 30,000 people who eventually might click on that ad and try to hit the buy button. And now you have something measuring to see how many people hit the buy button. Mm. Now you know 500 people were about to buy your product or potentially add it to their cart. That's gonna encourage you big time to go maybe borrow five grand to get that, you know, the manufacturing of the Mm -hmm. purse. And so I think that that should be more of what should be encouraged and talk about. Not have it at all figure out, but trying trying to go and just taking steps in the right direction and then analyzing the numbers. And I think from that method, you're gonna realize real quick that nobody gives a shit, or man, people give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. So now I can do it. And then if they don't give a shit, try again. Maybe it was an ugly purse. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Take some productive criticism. Um,
2: that was some really good advice. It really
1: was, because like, I think when people cool. wanna start business, they think they gotta have everything right okay. now, like
2: everything. Yeah. We do a lot of our stuff on, on our own as well. Like ev- pretty much yeah. everything, everything, <laughs> everything we do, we try to keep in house, and that's to cut costs. Yeah, yeah. on a lot of things. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah, because if you don't have the money, then and you should have the time. Yes. yes. And so if you have the time to learn it, there's yes. places to learn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's yep. awesome. There's awesome solutions. Do you guys use any type of uh, softwares, or like Canva or Ripple, we use Canva. or yeah. you guys use any of these uh these kind of mobile apps too?
1: Yeah. Um we use Canva. The podcast comes on Anchor. Yep. Okay. Um,
0: I haven't gotten into podcasts enough. I think that that's a, a, a cool. You maybe you guys can teach me something about podcasting <laughs> because that's something I'm still not um not the best at.
1: Well, Anchor's pretty dope cuz it it distributes to Apple, Google, Overcast,
2: mm-hmm. Spotify.
0: Okay. Yeah. Is so that like a do you have to pay for Anchor? No. No. It's free. Yep. yep. Nice.
2: Yep. yep. We just upload the episode on there and then a couple of days I think. Is yeah. it in is it instant distributing to other I, platforms? It might take a couple like a few hours. Okay. Yeah, to, get um,
0: to go on I mean, there. and you builds? just and it just yeah. goes yeah. automatically, right? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. But you have to build. So like the more episodes you do, yep. your listeners go up.
0: I know. There's I think Anchor spreads. I think Anchor should be sponsoring small podcasts like this. So Anchor, <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know you're I'm pulling in that audio data yeah. every time we say Anchor. Anchor. Yep. Come anchor. on. Come on with the podcast. Yeah. We need that 50 bucks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, working if it's, on it. Listen, if it's free or cheap, we're definitely on it. Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you feel like um, your business will look like in a year?
0: <coughs> so really... Um, Without giving all the listeners all of my ideas and mm-hmm. strategies, mm-hmm. I actually, um, I'm, I'm just joking, but uh, but I have no problem when I meet with clients, when I meet with people it, uh, that aren't even, you know, maybe they're not even paying for any services or anything and mm-hmm. they just kind of want some consulting. I've been told I've been kind of brash. It's just kind of putting it all out there. Um, so... Really, my, what my goal is and what I'm seeking to build is essentially I'm trying to build a marketing machine, a company, Interactive Media. That's where all I run all my uh, client services, marketing services, website stuff. Anything service-based or consulting runs through Interactive Media. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to build a marketing machine to then power all my other companies and brands yeah. Yeah. that I'm associated with because everything nowadays is going to take that marketing, is going to take that online element, is gonna take some sort of multimedia element, whether it's graphics or videos or some sort of content, that's the new word we like to talk Mm -hmm. about. Now, audio form, (laughs) like we're listening to right now, Mm -hmm. is being able to create the machine that can then power brands and companies that I own because if I can replicate the process across multiple industries, that's how I can open up businesses mm-hmm. across the board if all I need to do is build a website, build a brand, build an audience, build build some reach, and then take the marketing machine and replicate the process. Yeah. So that's basically what I've been doing over the last four or five years mm-hmm. is building the marketing machine, building the team essentially, and creating the partnerships uh, me and me and uh, my business partner just um, acquired Two One Seven Problems as far as yeah, some sort of some uh, uh acquisition partnership yeah. with Brian Burns. So now we're we're co-owners of that brand, which will then essentially kind of be the be the building blocks of what we're trying to call kind of the new media in mm-hmm. in Springfield mm-hmm. in, in Central Illinois. We uh, we founded SpringfieldDaily.com, which was more of a local news source, which was kind of political news, um, sports news, and then kind of your your city kind of basic content. We do all the live streams for the city council meetings. We get shared across multiple media forms with that. Um, and then we're looking to create even more local brands. We have a new um, kind of docu-series coming out called The Founders, and that's where me and my business partner, Francisco, uh, the founders of our company go out and meet with founders of companies and kind of do some fun things with them, kind of interview them, kind of docu-series style. And then they kind of give us more of like a a little deep dive into like their specific business. Mm -hmm. And then also we eventually want to be able to provide some sort of like, now we're helping the business owner and maybe we film a little bit of it. But we don't know if it's gonna go that far. We just kind of have an idea and then we want we want to uh, we want to basically start creating local media content mm-hmm. because it's fun. We see the opportunity, and then we want to even encourage and help local um, platforms like this, yeah. like this show, and even provide maybe some ad support. Yeah. So part of the marketing machine, building the brands and businesses, um, we have multiple online businesses. Some of them make thousands a year. Some of them make pennies a year most of them just cost us money and so it kind of balances itself out uh but that's what i'm looking to do Mm -hmm. find really creative people smart people partner up with them provide some expertise use my marketing machine to help boost them and take them to the next level Mm -hmm. and then provide them shorter shorter distances to success yeah Because if you are, like you guys talked about, if you are trying to do it all on your own and you don't have someone to just say, hey, just guide it and go this direction, Mm -hmm. you might be able to take two years of time and shorten it to six months. And if time is money and that is all about our resources, if we only have so many resources, maybe you guys, maybe we find an investor for 10,000. Well, if we can't stretch that out for two years, we're gonna have to execute that in six months. Well, what can we do? So that's kind of my mission Um, is to do that. And then I want to essentially build a local investment platform. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to say, hey, if there are some wealthy people in town and maybe they don't know what brands or businesses to invest in, maybe they want to be able to invest into this fund and then we'll distribute it every year. Oh,
2: that's genius. Yeah. (laughs) That's dope. Because there's enough
0: people who are wanting to be involved. They say, hey, I see the startup scene. Hey, I see these Spotify things. Hey, I see... So such and such stock, but oh, like, what are these people working on? And now I see this other podcast and like, you'd be really surprised. There's a lot of good brands that are like based in, in, in towns like ours mm-hmm. that are making okay money. Yeah. And I think we need to stop focusing on building million dollar businesses. And I think we need to start focusing on being happy, yes. mm-hmm. creating an income for ourselves, yep. whether it's $30,000 or $60,000, what is wrong with doing your own thing? having your own podcast, making minimal amounts of money, $25,000 a year, $30,000 a year, and doing your own thing. And I think that that needs to be glorified more. And wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. And so I'm trying to help people and say, hey, this is how we can do it. Mm-hmm. And then this is the maybe the reach that you need or some of the data.
2: Yeah. Ready for a random question? That is great advice. I can listen to you talk all day.
0: <laughs> I'm probably boring some people out there. Like, what the fuck is no, this guy talking? No, you have about? Like, always
2: been very motivational. Information, me, though, because a lot yeah, of people are true. just real weird about sharing sharing information. The progress, yeah. yeah. But we say that all the time. Like, our goal is to make. I had to put three thousand bucks in time to time just time. pay
0: some taxes the other day, <laughs> of my own money. So, they, it, I'm, I've got no problem putting my own business out there because people need to know. Absolutely. People need to know when they're supporting a small business that there's not just net profit, there's net net profit. Yeah. There's two nets after that. There's two cuts that are coming. And, and I'm not trying to get into a political rant, but we need to find things to encourage the small business owner, the person who's literally having a small business that's like under $250,000 in revenue mm-hmm. and might have two employees. Mm-hmm. Those need to be like that. Sh- and I'm and it's probably an unpopular opinion. There shouldn't even be tax for them mm-hmm. because agree. trust me, they're barely making it. Yeah. They're pulling in barely minimum wage mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. And they're working long hours, Agreed. which is a whole other conversation on mom and pop <laughs> shops. But... That's part of also what I do for a living and what I'm passionate about is, I do provide services at really affordable rates, because I know business owners can't afford it. Um, if, if they wanted if they wanted to, they still, I sh- wouldn't let them. I would yeah. say, hey, why don't you just hire an employee, pay a little bit, and then you can take some days off, because yeah. that's usually kind of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But sorry, we got random question time. I'm getting <laughs> no, into rants <random laughs> talking good. about taxes. All
1: right, so what's your favorite 90s jam?
0: Oh, my favorite 90s jam. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I was born in
1: 1986.
0: Mm-hmm. So in the 90s, man, you know you know what I used to do? And I'm not even gonna talk about specific songs, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you a story about what I used to do. Okay. And how I, I got the nickname White Delight <laughs> <laughs> at Grant Middle School. What I used to do is I used to take CDs and I would, or tapes, I don't really remember, it must have been CDs, and I would take them and I would play them and rip out lyrics of the songs and put them into mixes about my feelings towards the girl that I liked. So I would take parts of little, uh, I would take a, a clip of Usher, grab that, I'm putting Penny for Your Thoughts on there, I'm putting all these different songs, I'm putting Boyz to Men, I'm putting Casey and Jojo, I'm putting Brian McKnight. I'm putting all these little clips into a tape and it would just say like uh, my love mix. And I would give it to, at the time, my my girlfriend. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I don't know if people are doing that nowadays. Did it work? I don't know if they're, it worked so good. Are you still doing and that? And I wish, I or wish, I wish, I wish that I had the ability to do that now because I'm sure she would love it.
2: Yeah, you better make her a tape.
0: Yeah. yeah, she needs a, a mixtape. Tape.
2: Ladies, <laughs> no, tell your so man to make you a tape. Uh, a tape will still work. You need that mixtape with the <laughs> yes. lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mhm. I love that. It. Is great. So we usually say.
0: That's how I spent my '90s, by the way. <laughs> Just making mixtapes of uh, Brian McKnight.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's a good way. Mm-hmm. I, I love Mike Brian McKnight. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, mm-hmm. It would be. It would be, uh, yes. so. it would be a '90s yes. It would be Babyface. It would be. It would
0: be all. I loved it. The face. And that all came from my mom, too. My mom, she put on the Dead Presidents, the movie, <laughs> album. <laughs> and it would have some of the most classic stuff, and that's what I grew up on. Mm. Um, well,
2: I guess... Do you have someone that inspired you to do what it is you're doing?
0: Yes, I, I mean... I think I get inspiration from tons of things I get inspiration mm-hmm. from um, you know I got inspiration from you when you were on stage at our same pitch event yes. last year it inspired me to say like man like these are stories to be told with the matching clothes with your kid yeah I thought that mm-hmm. was that was good it's like stories that I'm like you can't make this stuff up so it's what inspiration for me is when I hear a good story that just cannot be made up. Yeah. And I can't have that. What am I gonna do, go on and say, I don't even have a kid, so how can I have that story? I can't make, make matching clothes. So I'm inspired by motivational people, people. I'm inspired by books that I read. I love Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, he's oh, one of my, he he's one of my favorites. Um, I love Tony Robbins for that type of inspiration if I need some motivation. Um, I'm, I love YouTube. I'm but I'm motivated me is when I see people doing awesome things mm-hmm. where I'm just like man like they you can tell that they're in the zone they look happy doing it and it that that to me is like man we I want to encourage more of that. Yeah. And I've always been kind of I may be kind of eccentric and like a little bit loud and talk too much but when I get into a room of of people that I also vibe with and stuff too is I'm just like like, tell me stuff, yeah. you know. Uh, so I kind of want—I want to surround myself with great people, yes—and mm-hmm. help them the way that I, the way that I can. Yep. And if I, in the end, I don't shut up, and they tell me to shut up, that's okay.
2: Yeah. No, you can talk here because yes. it's inspiring. It
1: is. It is. I learned some shit I didn't even know.
2: Okay. <laughs> we'll um, have a conversation after. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so so we usually ask, who would win in a fight between Batman? We do ask, and not Spider-Man. usually. But nope, don't answer oh, that question. Who well, I'm a huge Batman.
0: F- oh, okay. I'm we'll a huge Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge. I'm a huge Batman. I'm a huge Batman. So are you
2: gonna switch it up.
0: And I could have battles and conversations about Batman and who was the best Batman, um, and I have my reasons for all of them.
2: Well, please. What do you guys like? Let us know. Well, I'm a huge a Batman fan. Batman? I'm a huge Batman
0: fan. Over Spider Man?
2: Yeah, but my son like switched up on me. Now he's a Spider Man fan. Yeah. That damn Spider Man into the Spider Verse. You just gotta find like
0: the coolest toy with Spider Man that has like the coolest stuff and yeah. and get it to him and then he'll be back on it.
2: <laughs> you you said, at all? At no. Did you guys
0: see the new Joker?
2: No. I have not. I want to. I have not seen
0: it. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not, we're not, then we're not going to talk about the storyline because oh. maybe some people haven't seen it either, but I thought it was a really good movie Did you? and I was on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it, but I was, I was really starting to talk bad about it because of, I saw the previews and mm-hmm. people were saying that it was kind of dull and slow and I'm like, man, I'm such so a Heath Ledger fan. I'm like, mm-hmm. it, it, ah, man, it's going to be just not as good. Well, it was good.
2: It looked, it, the reviews looked really good, and I am yeah, huge fan. So it, the previews looked really good to
0: me. And they had to tie in some Batman stuff, which was okay. But, um, but yeah, Batman over Spider Man is Batman's definitely winning.
2: All day. All day. Maybe I'll but go. Spider Man tonight. could do
0: some stuff too, but no. I mean, you can't that defeat God him. Bat- Batman <laughs> has a Batmobile that has like rockets on it. Yeah. You know? So he's not.
1: Oh, why the didn't you add the? I thought we had a Superman in it. Oh, we did. Batman, oh, Superman, Superman yeah.
0: Spider-Man. And I never even saw that one. Never even saw that movie.
2: Spider-Man? Wait, the, Superman?
0: The Superman versus Batman, I think. Uh, it was lame. With oh, Ben oh, Affleck. It.
2: It horrible. It was horrible. Well, ben we, Affleck. We're not it's a, a Ben
0: Affleck Christian Bale was good. That was yeah. a really good one.
2: Yes, Christian Bale was good. Val Kilmer
0: yeah, was good. Yeah. George Clooney yeah. was okay. Yeah. I love Clooney.
2: He wasn't a good Batman, though. I mean, everybody has a bad parts.
0: <laughs> and you probably saw that Clooney was an investor with a group on a tequila company. Oh, I did sold see that. that. I love him. Where did I see
2: that? At? I. It was the show. Those are always interesting things
0: to read read up on too. Yeah. Like even Ashton Kutcher, like it's it's cool, it's interesting to Ashton read Kutcher up on does some. A lot. He, he does, does a lot. Stuff. He does.
2: He does a lot of stuff. Oh,
1: know yeah.
2: I feel like you answered all of our questions <laughs> oh, without us um, asking. Un- as- as asking Well, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of stumped. Yeah. Um, I guess how are people able to get a hold of you so they can access what it is you have to offer? What does that look so like?
0: If, so really, I have a few different ways and areas that I work. I love just helping people and talking about it. Um, If you're patient with me and let me get back to you, uh, send me a message on Instagram, send me a message on Facebook. Um, You can even hit up the incubators page uh, on Facebook too, or you can hit up my personal. It's Eric Broughton. Um, It's easy to find me. Connecting with just that way. I'm just, Hey, what should I do with this? Um, My biggest pet peeve is almost sometimes where um, I'm okay with you taking advice from five different places, but don't tell me all about it. Mm -hmm. Like, you just take what I have to say, and if you need to go, you're gonna make a different decision. Do it, but don't like, don't, don't tell me that you talked to so and so and you want to do this It's like, no, I already know that there's like 20 different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. There's 10 different ways to build a website, 50 different ways to make a logo, probably even more. Like, I'm just telling you what I think would be the best method, um, and then you can take what you want with it. Uh, I do like to meet people at incubator. I love sitting down and having coffee for an hour. Um, tell me your idea. Tell me what business you're gonna, you're thinking about, or you already have a business but you're thinking about doing this. I'm, um, I tell, I'm telling you, um, I should be charging, and not even in like an arrogant way, but just a way that like there's so much value in just having a kind of an upfront conversation yeah. with me, that I love for it to take it to the next level, yeah. and it usually does. It usually, if if the person is in a position to do it. They might not have the money ready. They might not really have the idea ready. Um, But something to just say, hey, if you want to come by and have a cup of coffee, have a drink. We're always available in the afternoons, uh, Monday through Friday. Send me a message and make sure that I'm going to be there and make sure that I'm not doing something else. But if you are in Springfield and you are looking for help with your brand or business or just having an upfront kind of conversation, 30 minutes to an hour, I don't charge anything. Just come by. We'll talk about it. Um, I could get you on the, the right next steps and then usually if it does take it farther than that we kind of talk more about like services and, mm-hmm. and costs and things like that um, but yeah uh, everything is on the incubator's website theincubator.info my um, my marketing company is interactive media and the website is interactivemedia.biz.biz if you just google interactive media it's going to come up and uh, and that's how you reach me
2: perfect how did uh, how'd you pick your team, or
0: how did you guys meet? So my business partner is uh, Chilean, Francisco. And so I met through his cousin, uh, Freddie, who was a soccer player, and um, playing with a lot of the uh, the Hispanic guys and stuff. Uh, I would usually play on, like, Sochi Milko's team late at night because I always wanted to play. And so I just kind of got mixed in with that with that group, and then met him. But then there was my one of my best friends. Not, not now we're not best friends now. My best friend, but also like we grew up together. Ace, which you know, Ace. Uh, he actually introduced me to Francisco a while ago, and we just hit it off right away. We started building websites together, learning coding. I mean, we had to spend at least two years of our lives not making any money, both of us working full time, learning this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it took us multiple years of just trial and error and practicing and not really spending a lot of money because we had full-time jobs and we were just like almost tinkering. And I think that everyone should spend a few years just kind of playing around and finding what's enjoyable Mm -hmm. because you're going to know real quick that you might not make a lot of money doing it. But if you love doing it, Eventually, if it has some sort of like monetary like value, Mm -hmm. like if it's a podcast, it has enough views or just enough views to find a few sponsors, then it has you know it has good value. If it's good content, people will listen. Mm -hmm. Just like if it's a good product, people will buy it. Mm -hmm. And so that that kind of kind of what we went through at first. And then I've worked with people along the way. I've worked with uh, other freelancers, um, videographers in town. I've worked with a lot of different people. Um, and then also for the past like four years, we've been working with an amazing um, development team in India. So we have partnered up with a whole a whole team over there yeah. that we now outsource a lot of our services to. So it helps us to be able to provide some lower cost things mm-hmm. where you wouldn't be able to get some of the outcome um, because in this area there's just not a lot of spending. People don't have $100,000 to build custom websites and apps, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they might have 20 or they might have 15. So because because we outsource some of those services um, to our team in India, we're able to provide lower cost services and then we provide project management um, and then we work as kind of like that liaison. And we've built we've built multiple projects with them, and we we keep every six months we get a new one. Yeah. Um, but those are usually just the larger projects. Everything else is usually small business marketing. We build what websites for local um, local people, and then um, and then we just try to grow from there. And I am looking for people to join the team, um, but it's also it needs to make a lot of sense because we're not able to bring people full time on right now. Mm-hmm. We're looking for people who already have other things going on, but then they're looking to possibly like subsidize their income and you know do some some account management, some client stuff for us. We're looking for people who do videos. We're looking for people who do editing, and then we're also looking for content creators. So me and my partner have also been looking for um, people who want to create brands and content, and then if we can eventually build that portfolio build that group then we're going to be able to better sell advertising on that platform we almost want to be a part of independently owned local media companies Mm -hmm. and then we would provide some sort of hey we work out a profit we work out some sort of profit agreement or profit share to say hey you guys take 70 and we'll take 30 or whatever but then we're going to try to bring the ads to you mm-hmm. based on different demographics mm-hmm. based on what what the product is or hey i want to reach everyone or i want to only reach uh women because it's a it's a female product so that's kind of what we can do locally and that's what we, we've just started to do we've put together a few of the pieces and now we're looking to kind of fill those pieces in
2: yeah this is great i wish um the viewers could see my face right because the <laughs> whole time he's talking i'm just like
1: absorbing it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm just putting it putting
1: it. Now do any of your brands have any ties to the community? Like community outreach?
2: Yes.
0: So that's something that um we have tr- I've tried to do it to the point of only sending a DM, just only sending a message. Yeah. I need to go further than that. And one of them was with the outlet in Springfield. Yes. I, it's that my organization fault. Is amazing. Um I think it's Michael. Yeah. I think Michael was uh, the person that I messaged, yeah. and he messaged me back, and we messaged back and forth. And, Michael, if you're listening, I promise, like, yeah. I want to do something. I just did not respond to that yeah, message. No. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It's because I probably thought, oh, my, I can't meet that day, but I can meet a different day. And
2: didn't put it together. sometimes didn't
0: I, I sometimes I overstretch myself. Yeah. And one of those is with, like, commitments like that where I say, hey, this is a good idea. I want to do it, and then it never works out. Mm-hmm. But... That's actually one that I really want to get involved with um, because of like just the young guy aspect and Trying to teach them like hey, um, but I also like it can be with like young women, too Mm -hmm. So if there is a group that kind of does both of those like I would really like to help with hey like If you have a phone if you have access to the internet or if you have maybe even a laptop, too we can, you can build a business online. Mm-hmm. Like You don't have to be just a consumer. You don't have to be just a spender. You can be someone who is supplying mm-hmm. and someone who is who's creating and then being a business owner and this is how you can do it. And it's never been a better time of any era to be of any ethnicity, mm-hmm. any age, any, anything to be able to be a business owner, sell products, build a business online. It's been the best because the gatekeepers are gone there is no gatekeeper nobody nobody cares that you're a woman nobody cares that you're a man you're creating a brand Mm -hmm. now if you want to put yourself out there as the story go ahead and do it that's okay but you don't have to Mm -hmm. and so i think that that's a it's a way level playing field for all different types of people and i think that that should be encouraged and talked about more and so that's what i would want to do with some sort of community outreach and if there are people out there listening that are in those positions or they're on those boards, like feel free to message me. Uh, we will work something out. That's kind of what we've been wanting to do. Um, we haven't put an emphasis on it um, because we we know that there's other services in town that provide more of that, um, and then also pr- even provide that for business owners. We've had we've kind of had to be picky, yeah, about who we can work with and. <clears throat> kind of um, re advertising the fact that we're not technically a community service. Mm-hmm. We're not technically a community service, but that doesn't mean that we don't. We might not provide yeah. a, a, a service to the mm-hmm. community yeah. or work with those people who are doing it. Mm-hmm. If it's like the small business men, uh, development corp, or if it's you know like the outlet, like we want to step in and say, hey, like this is what we can provide: guest speaking, mentorship. Mm-hmm. But no, we're not doing a good enough job. But also. I'm more of a yes when people hit me up. Mm -hmm. I'll just say yes. Like, I want to say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. So if more people hit me up, and if if it wasn't just about money or donate to my, like, thing, like, I don't want to really do that. I don't want every single person listening to the podcast hitting me up or saying, (laughs) hey, like, we need this or this. I'm like, hey, but if you you know exactly what you need and you're like, hey, I want you to come in and do this for a little bit, I'll do it.
2: Yeah. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. What is that? I'm just excited. Is that the
1: excited body roll?
2: Yeah. <laughs> we always do a real good body roll on
0: the show. So do good. we always
2: do a good body roll? I mean, we roll? used to. We, we
0: have I'm not even going to do it right now, but I used to I do a good belly would. roll. Uh-huh. The classic <laughs> okay. belly roll from Wayne's World. Okay. It's a good movie. But not a. It shows my date. Say body roll. It shows I
2: was my hoping <laughs> you would do a good. A good old body <laughs> roll. Um. This has been a really good episode. It's been a
1: dope episode.
2: I am inspired, of course. I was trying to pull my my... Get your thoughts together now. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it together. It's trying all good to get because I talk, in,
0: I talk in circles. <laughs> I talk in circles and I could blab on, but...
1: This is one of them episodes you got to listen to with your handy-dandy notebook.
2: Like, legit, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go back home. Listen to it. And, and it. Take some, take notes. some yeah. notes. Take some notes. Take some notes. Reach out to you, yeah. <laughs>
1: not to donate anything. Or no, anything
2: like hey, that. No, no <laughs> I like outs. to donate too. Sometimes <laughs> I like to
0: donate my time more.
2: I feel like we've covered everything. Everything. Yeah.
0: So, what do you uh, do? You guys uh, cover a lot of local stuff. Do you talk about any local stuff?
2: Um, that's the goal. Season three is a lot different from the prior okay. seasons. We've learned our lesson. We know the route we want to take, where we're going. We actually
1: encourage people to not listen to the first two
2: seasons.
1: Yes, please don't listen. See, now people do to listen. (laughs) Skip.
0: Well, the good thing is I think in the podcast, it's going to show the most recent one, right?
1: I think Anchor has both seasons, live and up front, unfortunately.
2: Yeah.
1: But we also pride ourselves on being transparent with our growth. Yes. So them are some bad Mm -hmm. seasons. Yeah.
2: But this year has been really good. We've had some really great guests on. Yeah. Um, Might be
1: the space we're in, like literally the space. Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: so. Yeah, that helps people can't see. Is there a video? I don't think we're doing video. No. No. Okay, Mm -mm, cool. mm
2: -mm. We do sometimes. We didn't. Yeah. But, no, it's been a really good season. We know where we're headed. Well, you know, the the people who
0: who are listening didn't know that I actually trimmed my beard today. (laughs) Just in case it was going to be on video, I said, oh, I can't be looking. Excellent.
1: I mean, we'll do a photo. Yeah, yeah we're gonna take making, a photo, I right? made
0: some chili today, and 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 I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's getting what cold out." What goes into out. your chili? Like. So, me and my girlfriend had this passing. debate Uh-oh. about chili, Uh-oh. and I'm more of a I like more of the tomato base, mm-hmm. and I like it a little bit more runny, and okay. I like it. Um, I don't put any extra soot or fat in mine, but I start off with bacon. Okay. So you cook the bacon in little strips and then use the bacon grease to then, I mean, I own a cafe, come on now, please. You should follow my Instagram or my girlfriend's, that's all my cooking, she's gonna take claim to it, but it's my cooking, um, which I do have, a. I have a small passion for cooking, but never enough to like become a chef or anything like yeah. that, even though I might be, some would say a tour, which I would not consider myself that, but I do feel like I have good taste in food, and I did design all of the menu and make all the food uh, that's on the menu. Um, I'm, I'm back there in the kitchen sometimes, too, making it. But, yeah, you start off with the bacon, and then you're going to take the bacon grease, and then you're going to cook all the veggies in it. Mm-hmm. So you got all your onions, poblano, uh, green pepper, um, red pepper, and then you're going to cook that, and then that almost becomes, like, your, your base. Okay. I add a little bit of brown sugar, but not a lot of people do that. And then just cook the meat, and then you're going to use tomato paste, uh, tomato sauce. I think it's cumin. Yeah. Or cumin. Mm -hmm. Cumin. Whatever. Cumin. Cumin. Paprika. Mm -hmm. Garlic. Paprika.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Paprika.
0: Paprika. (laughs) It's a paprika. I think I was like, I went to school with someone named paprika. (laughs)
1: That would not surprise me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then you mix, yeah, and it's all the, but that's, and then the chicken broth. Okay. People wouldn't. A lot of times, don't add that. Chicken broth. But oh, yeah. I love. I love a good soot. Have you know what soot is? You ever I heard know. of soot? No. Ooh. you know what soot is? You heard of soot? Soot is just basically fat. It's like just solidified fat, and it comes in a vacuum sealed little bag, and it's dark. It's white, whitish. And it just melts. It's just basically just fat.
1: No. Nope. Why?
0: <laughs> so that's the, that's the chili that's going to have that grease layer on top. Oh. You'll, okay. have the, you'll see the grease layer. It's like three inches oh, deep. Blue yeah. chili so, is like that. Blue yeah.
1: chili is like that. Yeah.
0: So if, that's, I don't like to use that it's because I know what gets. Yes, it's a bag of fat. It's, it's they so like so to call it something nice like soot. Ugh.
2: I'm not a huge chili fan. I
1: love chili. But I like thick chili.
0: You, you like the chili. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I love chi- Like the girl, I ain't going to say where I know her from because she might listen. But like she was putting like um, sweet potatoes in her chili. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Sweet potatoes. And then you know how some people like to do the sour cream? Okay. But well, hers was like some kind of Greek yogurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so was she trying to good? make it healthier then? No, she was actually just using what she had in the refrigerator
2: Okay <laughs> That's my but style
0: w- <laughs> That's my style
1: Whatever she could throw threw together to make this chili That's what she did That's
2: what she did Mm-mm. I
1: Mm-mm. love
0: chili
2: so don't you have some stuff coming up some events coming up oh man up? Mm-hmm. Oh, let
0: me get some self promotion time <laughs> in man we got we got a lot of cool stuff going on right now it's October which is like one of my favorite months because it actually started to cool down a little bit um, we have our Halloween party yes, at the incubator mm-hmm. coming up on the 26th we have the Pleiades I always say the name wrong uh, Pleiades band um, <laughs> some of my buddies the Devin Williams Trio, okay, and we have Kay Spray, who is uh, who's a local artist DJ. Uh, she'll be up there. My friend Kayla, she'll be playing, and then we have DJ Zach Rigoni, who's uh, been kind of famous around the local DJ scene, um, and always, always spits the fire. Good <laughs> music, good times. We're gonna be open till 3 a.m. Okay, we're gonna charge a cover when it gets late, but if you get there kind of early, at least by like 11 o'clock, you should be good. And honestly, if your broke ass doesn't have five bucks and doesn't want to pay, we're putting a lot of money to the party. It helps cover the party. Yeah. And then you know, obviously, then we can have cheaper drinks yeah. if we can if we can charge a little bit at the door, which helps cover some of our cost. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that a lot of people get misunderstood about what it takes to have a bar, what mm-hmm. it takes to have a cafe or a restaurant. Um, you know, pricing and all that. Uh, I mean there's a whole another conversation there but <laughs> okay. I get on a rant because I want people to understand that and, and it may should they they'll, they'll feel good about spending money yep. they'll feel good about that drink being five bucks instead of four because mm-hmm. it's like look like these, you know it's not all that it's wrapped up to be mm-hmm. so charging five dollars cover long explanation October 26th Saturday the Pleiades Devin Williams Trio K Spray DJ Zach Argoni at the incubator we got our new stage up um we're most likely going to hit capacity quick so Mm -hmm. i would i would come because once we hit 125 we're not letting anyone else in and there's not too many parties happening on halloween so come out costume party we don't have a costume contest because i just you know want people to have a good time it's not about it's not about a costume contest or staying there and being there there's no gimmicks or anything come party come have a good time and then we're also planning our one-year anniversary party And that's going to be november 2nd Um, we're going to be selling tickets it's going to be a private event it's going to be a little bit of high-end i got my boy r2 um, chef coming in with a small team um, to be making a high-end dinner uh, kind of buffet style uh, catered and then we're going to have complimentary wine and beer and it's going to be a high-end ticket event. It's probably going to be around 40 or $50, and then that's going to be like all-in, all all-you-can-eat, uh, all and oh, then oh, uh, nice. complimentary yeah. wine and beer. Yeah. And it's really uh, really for us to kind of have a customer appreciation, friends and family, but then also um, a little bit of appreciation for us for hitting it in, mm-hmm, in our yeah. first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're really trying to create kind of a give and a take uh, with everything that we do, and then if that goes well, our plan is to start hosting kind of pop up events, maybe once oh. every couple months, um, with maybe different chefs or different like types of food yeah, um, at the incubator so from around the area, <laughs> and uh, and our idea is to make it um, you know affordable, but also uh, you know enough to have high end stuff, yes. yeah. So enough to have some decent wine and mm. and good food, I'll, and then also affordable enough where hey, if it is going to be thirty or forty dollars a ticket you know, then we're not doing it every month. Yeah. We're doing yeah. it every couple months yeah. and, and something fun for people to come to and, uh, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So we have a bunch of other events too. Uh, but, uh, you can check us out on Facebook. It's the incubator. We have all of our events out there. Um, I'm going to give, uh, at least one shout out to one of my newest clients, uh, Donnie B's comedy club. I don't know oh, if you guys Donnie have been B. out to yep. Donnie B's spot, but he's celebrating 21 years, oh, wow. um, in Springfield and uh, he's been through some ups and downs in the last couple years, Mm -hmm. and we worked out a good deal together um, that I, I mean, I'm 33 years old. I grew up knowing that Mm -hmm. Donnie B's Comedy Club was a cool brand, and so I really am on kind of a mission with that, is to, hey, there are no local comedy clubs in town. Mm -mm. We need to support more event venues like that, Um, and then he'll be able to bring in bigger acts, you know, Mm -hmm. when you support kind of the smaller ones. Then he can bring in some A-list and B-list people, yep. uh, but his he's got a whole comedy lineup. Uh, DonnieBees.com. Check him out on Facebook. I gotta give a shout out to Two One Seven Problems, um, one of my newest business partners, Brian. Um, we uh, we had been trying to work together for for a few years, mm-hmm. and um, he was getting offers from all different all different areas, um, different amounts, and I'm really happy he decided to work with us because we're gonna. Um, we're going to be creating some cool things yeah. for Springfield and, you know, becoming way more than just a meme page mm-hmm. is um, he really does stand for culture in mm-hmm. this area. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it is now becoming a household name and yep. there's no denying it. Yep. And so him bringing me in and bringing Francisco in to really kind of turn it into a business is what our goal is now. Yeah. And then being a model to show other brands and online kind of entertainment locally that we can do it
1: yeah yeah
0: and um traditional media should be on watch because we are the new way people are being entertained Mm -hmm. even at a local way even at a local at a local fashion so that's kind of my shout outs uh i probably have way more um but but that's what we got going on. Awesome. Come out and support us. We're open from 9 to 5 during the week. We're open till 1 a.m. on the weekends. Our bar is always open. Adam is a great bartender. I've had some great employees um, since I've started without even naming all of them. They've been awesome. Um, even if some of them aren't with me anymore, mm-hmm. everyone has, has helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have noticed or really valued now uh, the team. And so I'm really looking to um, to build more of a team atmosphere yep. and have more people come on, yeah. because um, if a team can kind of help me achieve my goals, then I want to help yep. achieve their goals. Yep. Yep. And so that's been kind of the hardest thing. There's a lot of a lot of freelancers, not enough teams. Yeah. And I'm trying to change that atmosphere in Springfield, and um, I think that HiSo, uh, this place, is like the perfect example mm-hmm. of. Freelancers coming together, um, you know, with a mission, with music entertainment mm-hmm. and providing services and all types of stuff. I see it on the wall, production, recording, broadcasting, photography, talent, you know, advertising, <coughs> videography. Mm-hmm. And so those type of atmospheres need to be created. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we can now, as a small place like Springfield, branch out. Yep. As teams, and then attack other. uh, I say attack other places, but really attack other opportunities.
2: Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, I'm pretty sure Chit Chat and Wine will be at the Halloween party. Yeah. Okay. I can't tell you guys what my costume's gonna be, but it's dope. Okay. I'm gonna come as a nice person. Oh, that's a change.
0: (laughs) We have a we have a November. I think we're gonna do it. I think we're supposed to do it in October, right? What? A live we're gonna not alive, but we're oh, gonna do yes, a Chit Chat and Wine pre show. Yeah. Yes. I think we're doing that in November. Yes. So if you'd like the Chit Chat and Wine show, we gotta come up with some ideas. We got we maybe we sh- we can get some comments for some followers or yes. something. Uh, we need some ideas for music. Yes. And and entertainment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we are willing to bring you know someone in mm-hmm. if we need to bring someone in from out of town and we're going to sell tickets uh we're willing to do it but we need to know who you guys want to see if Let it's hip-hop know. if it's r&b if it's a female male group you know i'm let's get some ideas yeah and um and if it ends up being something with hyzo too like i'm, I'm open for they ideas
1: have the roster.
0: yeah yeah so we're trying to plan that for some time in november hopefully before thanksgiving
1: I mean the fifteenth
2: is a perfect date. It's her birthday. <laughs>
0: okay. okay. When is Thanksgiving? I always forget. Is that like in the twenty? Okay. The okay. So it's before that. Yeah. Okay.
2: So we, time, we yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. so we got some time, but we also need to figure it out. Yeah. That'll be great. That'd be dope. Can't wait to do that. Um. Also, Chit Chat and Wine is doing a fundraiser. Well, not a fundraiser, but like we're taking donations. It's like a drive. Yeah, to give to um the women's clinic. Oh, I'm sorry. Shelter. shelter. Thank you. Okay. The women's shelter.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: and the women's and children's shelter as well. So okay. if you guys have anything that you don't need, yep. um, clothing, anything like that for women and for children, go ahead and let us know. You can DM us. Yep. We'll arrange. Pick, Pick up. Pick up. Yep. And then we'll get that taken care of.
0: Okay.
2: Um... I
0: think that's all. I need to set up something like that. We got an entryway that just needs a big box and a sign on it. Yeah. We'll yeah. talk about it. I don't even know how to do that. See, no one ever hits me up about that. <laughs> I'm like, I got I like to do stuff.
2: We we just there's we have a lot of ideas. There's a lot of stuff that I'm we like, want to do. I'm like Toys for Tots,
0: I like to give away toys too. Yeah.
2: yeah. All you have to do is contact. Bring
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm bad about the contact. I'm good about saying yes. I'm bad about reaching out good about saying yes. I have
2: some unopened toys that I will be. Giving I away. literally
0: like I am so bad people tell me I'm so bad. I don't care what you come in and you sell if You're it like, makes yeah. sense to me I'm like yeah sure. y'all take it a case give me a case. What kind of wine is it? I'll take it. Give me a case. It's, you said it's good? Okay. You want to try it? Nope. Just give me the case. Well, you know what? And if no you one's know. bought the wine. That's what I'm mad about. Uh-huh. No one buys the wine.
2: Well, Just you kidding. know, I was going to say, well, how much is it? Because we need all the wine. All the wine. We drink wine every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's what I'm mad about. And you know what? You know what? Our, you know what? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you guys. Uh-oh. To drink wine? I'm have a question and challenge for okay. you before we go. Is i want in the next 90 days okay. at least a list of all the local wineries <gasps> homework and show me that you dm them okay and you say i got a show and we don't even want anything but we just want to show people your wine is good we want to try it we got this new chit chat and wine we got this little mini series and it's called try local i want you to create a little sub brand of just doing the wine tasting and only Each local check cocktails. Didn't we
2: just talk about this, though? Okay. We're going to end the show because I want to tell you something. (laughs) Um, Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. This has been a great episode of Chit Yeah.
0: See ya.